All right, Johns, three weeks in. Darf does not sit number one in the standings, but I do have the most points scored ever through three weeks. Uh, if you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. Yoni, you excited to talk about how good my team is? Uh, we can we can talk about how, how quality your team is for the time being, yeah, for sure. Now, we'll, we'll get to all that stuff in the end. We'll get to all that stuff in the end. How, oh. um, so, so thank you for being our first podcast this year. My pleasure. It's uh, been three three weeks in the makings. Uh, many NARF cancellations and one Yoni uh, snafu aside. Uh, here we are, ready to go. Yeah, so, so you definitely, I was ready to go at like nine o'clock when I, you were asleep already, weren't you? Um, I was preparing myself for uh, nighttime uh, nappy nap, yes. Okay. okay. But, then, but then I did come downstairs and attempt to uh, uh, log into my uh, ancient Mac computer, which takes a solid like 10 to 15 minutes to uh, fire up each time. And um, like after 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 10 minutes of, of attempting to boot this bad boy up, uh, you you then said, let's just postpone. So, I mean, mostly my fault, but ultimately you were the one who ended up calling it off. I was putting you out of your misery. I thought you were asleep already. I didn't I, think you'd respond. Um, I, actually, I, I got out of bed in my boxers, came downstairs, was ready to like, um, uh, you know, sleep, sleep mumble through uh, a podcast. But, um, you know, here, here we are. Um, and I'm in a more. Um, uh, yeah, we, we can't have that. This is this is the 99th episode. We're one away from the Vigo 100 Grand Spectacular. You got to set the table for him. Is this really 99? I thought this was 100. No. No, um, unless I miscounted, I think I think this is 99, and next week will be 100 if I get Vigo. Okay, I'm I'm glad I'm not the hundredth. I don't I don't deserve the hundredth. I'm I'm way too like boring and uh, mundane of a podcast host to. Uh, uh, have, have so if I cannot get Vigo on, who in your mind deserves the hundredth? Um, Frogger. No, Frogger. Frogger is a, a very welcome guest in, in my eyes, but given the fact that he doesn't he doesn't actually participate in the league, um, he's kind of like a hanger on. I, he he might be like a good hundredth episode guest uh, appearance, but not as like a like a, a, a co-host. Um, I mean, I, I feel like the obvious answer is Anton, but nobody wants to hear him. Nobody wants to hear me. Um, Vigo would be good um, for all the obvious reasons, but I, I don't know. You might be waiting until like, you know, week 15 or week never to get Vigo. Um, I feel like it should be an elder states person from from like a from a, a, a Tron standpoint. So like someone from the um, like Noah Lionel, you know, nobody wants to hear Anton. Um, maybe Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop always gives a good podcast. Um yeah. What about what about Mr. Ed? <laughs> His second ever appearance. A horse? No, Ed 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 oh. in our league. Oh, Ed Conroy. Okay. Uh, I thought you were talking about the old uh, horse of uh, TV sitcom fame. Um, um, I like again. I similar to Frogger, really good podcast host, but just the history isn't there to necessarily warrant. Hundredth episode status. Um, okay, there's a lot. Of, I'm putting a lot of pressure on this because I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'll get to a thousand. So <laughs> this might be the last big milestone in, in league podcast history. To a thousand? I mean, my God! Like, how many years are we doing the podcast? Has it been like ten years? 
Less? Uh, I could look it up. It's either been nine or ten. Yeah. So say ten. So we're averaging we're averaging ten a year, probably significantly fewer over the past couple of years. I mean, you're looking at, you know, a hundred years of podcasts at that rate. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe once the kids are out of the house, you might pick up the pace. Um, but obviously that's like a, you know um, a score of years away. Um, so 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 Yoni, you were right the whole time about kids. Once they turn three, they're yeah. good. I know. You should listen it's to me. So talking. it's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It it like like the um the the torture to fun ratio like switches from from like ninety ten to ten ninety. It's still there are still some 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 moments where you're like like why are you reacting and behaving like you are? Um but you know, as I'm sure you're you're coming to experience, like it it's it's just it's a different world when they can understand the words that come out of your mouth. When not only can they yeah. understand those words, but then they can like act upon those words and like do things like, like uh, uh, you know, get things from the other side of the house and bring them to you. Um, you know, take care of themselves, like go to like like take a leak by themselves, go to the bathroom by themselves. It's just like um, it's night and day, um, and it keeps getting better and better. Um, I'm at the anyway, point. It's got to decline eventually, right? Yeah. So. Uh, I've always told my friends who, who have younger kids, whether they be, um, you know, uh, high school or college acquaintances or like people that I know through my workplace. I in, in general, I have like older kids compared to like my friends just because we happen to have kids younger. Um, I, I always used to say I kind of still do say that it, it keeps getting better and better, like a kind of like a catch all phrase um, about the things that keep happening in the house with your kids that just you know, make it more enjoyable, slightly easier as a parent. Um, I have a 13 year old now. And although he's um, like a really, really, really like wonderful, smart kid, there's like all these social uh, pressures that he's undergoing, you know, all of the obvious stuff that happens with like teenager dumb. Um, but the social media thing has become like a big um uh, like conundrum dilemma in our house. He was probably the last person amongst, I don't know, possibly his whole grade to get a cell phone because we, we held out as long as possible. Um, cause those things are, uh, evil. And, um, even when he got the cell phone early this summer, it was, it was, um, with the caveat that the social media, um, subscriptions will come like, uh, very slowly um, and, and one at a time. And he's been like belly aching for that. So like he started with Instagram. But what do you mean subscriptions? They're all free. You don't pay for them. Well, I mean, you have, yeah, the the the, the money is not the issue here. Um, whatever you want to account. So social media accounts, sorry. Yeah, but how, how do you, how do you police that? We have his passwords and like, I'm not, to be honest, like worried about him abusing it. Um, he, like we were very open, like like you you can have one social media account. You can decide if you want Instagram or TikTok. Like those are the two that we offered him because um, nobody uses Facebook anymore, or at least nobody like signs up for Facebook anymore as like the first as the first like application for for like kids standpoint. Um, he chose Instagram, and like we have his Instagram, you know, username and password, and so we like monitor, you know, what he's doing. Um, my kid's not like on the. Um, uh, but I, I don't. I don't understand this at all. Like he has his own phone. What would stop him from just installing every app he wants right now and making accounts without you knowing about it? 
because he knows that we can pick up his phone at any time and look at what he has. He's not a devious kid. Like I, he, he's, uh, we're, we're, we're very lucky. He's, he's, um, he's, he's, he's like soft of heart. He's like a sweet kid. He's not going to like deceive us or lie to us. Like he, when he, when he like tells fibs, you know, it, it'll be like, um, uh, I'll come downstairs and he'll be on his laptop and be like, what are you up to? And he's like, Oh, I'm looking at the New York times after he like closes his computer. And I'm like, so if I open your computer, I'll see a New York Times article. He's like, he's like, I, I don't know why I do that. And like, he's like, you know, he's 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 telling a non-truth. Like he has like ESPN open or whatever. Like nothing, like innocuous stuff. Like nothing, nothing bad. But the the point is, I want him to like tell the truth to me, um, and just be forthright in all things, just because that's how we communicate as a family. Um, uh, so he, I, I'm not worried about him doing devious stuff. I'm I'm worried about like 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 the influence that what he sees and what other kids say and do are gonna um i don't know like like cloud his mind and like and um uh uh like ruin his perception of of what um you know elena and i like see the world as because you know for right or for wrong for better or for worse like we're his parents and um uh we want to impart our like philosophies on him and not like the philosophies of the annoying parents and kids who also live it happen to live in this town. It, it's, it's, but, but that's not a social media thing. Like even without social media, he's going to interact with other kids and other parents and like get influenced by them. Like we but, all, that happens to all of us. But kids don't in, like really, I mean, he, he interacts with other kids, but like the majority of, of, of childhood interactions these days is not physical. It's electronic. Is he not back in school in person? He is back in school in person, but, um, you know, they're, they're the majority of his interaction with his friends is being in school with them. That's part of it. But like school, like the actual like classes take up, you know, X amount of time. And like when 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 you when like you and I were in school, we would go to school, see our friends and then we'd go home and we'd have no contact with them unless you like call them on the telephone. Now they go home and they communicate like 24 seven, basically. And so the majority of that communication is via social media, um, which is a different type of communication than like than verbal physical communication. Yeah, I mean, I was in high school when when AIM was big, so I would go home and like message my friends on AIM all night, and also we had cell phones and we would text each other. So it yeah. wasn't like TikTok, but we were still like electronically connected to each other. Yeah, and, that, and I mean to be honest, like that difference, that five year difference between you know you and me. Like it, it's almost generational because like aim aim was big like when I it started it started to get like really big like when I was a freshman in college like that's that's when aim you would be like you know non nonstop communi- communicating like when I was in high school like it was still dial up internet um and it was it was not easy to just be continuously connected um are are you are you forty years old. Uh, no, 39 years old. Okay, that's a lot better. I don't, I don't want to like associate with 40 year olds. Uh, let me just say that like uh, the cliche about age being like a uh, uh, a mentality is um, I don't know. That's for real. Like we, Elena and I, stay active and um, stay up to date with as much as possible with social media. With or well, with well, I take it back. That sounds too like. Uh, yeah, you, you seem very with it on social media, Yoni. I can definitely tell. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad example. Um, uh, <laughs> You're also clicking your mouse very aggressively this whole time. I'm what? 
Are you clicking your mouse? No, I'm playing with a mechanical pencil. Oh, okay, same thing. It's definitely definitely coming through. All right, I just dropped it. It's the mechanical pencil that I use to do my my, my crossword puzzles, of which I have like 300 around the house, uh, if that uh, uh, places my uh, age in perspective. Yeah, you're right. Age age is just a a mental thing, college crossword puzzles. (laughs) Getting out of bed at at 9 o'clock to come do a podcast. They say that crossword puzzles keep you sharp mentally, so... uh, (laughs) So, so what what kind of phone did it, you did Elliot go iPhone or Android? Oh, he has an iPhone 12. <laughs> okay, is that one like every kid has? Like, do kids not? Is like a flip phone or a dumb phone not a thing that kids would get anymore? It's like only smartphone. I think he would rather not have a device than have a flip phone. Yeah, I mean they still make them. I think I sort of assumed like parents might give them to kids as like first cell phones or something. Um, a lot of parents give their kids. Um, I don't know, Apple makes some kind of thing like for this scenario where it's like only, it, it, it's not, it's not like a cellular thing. It's only on, like you can only use it on Wi-Fi so that if they're like at school, they can call, um, you know, home if need be, but um, I, I don't know like, what Apple calls it, but. Yeah, well, I'm years away from all that. It, it, it sounds like when you were doing your sort of speech about how, how great and honest a son you have, that he has you set up exactly where he wants you, that he can start lying and going behind your back whenever he wants, and you're never going to suspect anything. Yeah, it could happen, like, so easily. Um, you know, it, it, like, it was very easy for us to say, you know, we're going to police this, um, not, like a, not like a militant way, but just we, we – um, you know, we, we explained to them the, 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 the dangers of social media and he, he's quite aware of that, but like, you know, it, it, it's easy to say something when you first, um, you know, want to implement a policy, but actually like following up on it is like kind of exhausting. And, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, parenting's hard, man. Welcome to it. Yeah. Yeah. Par- <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, not as, not as hard as pet ownership and care, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, that, that, that's been the challenge lately. Like, he, um, yeah. Um, so when I, when I say it keeps getting better and better, like, I think we might be at the point where like the stress of like worrying about like your kids, like mental health, um, just with how like crazy the world is really starts to present itself like around this stage. Um, so you've got like a solid, like nine years though, before you have to like start dealing with that. Um, you know, yeah, other- but then it's also like a couple years away from like, throwing house parties, start to drink and smoke and do all that shit that you don't want to have to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I think this is the start of a phase where it where it where it, it stops getting easier and starts to get a little bit more um, stressful and like a, a, a big picture, um, you know, potential for not not long term like risks, but just like, you know, um, this is where things have the potential to go sideways, even though the like like the the you know, the uh it's very unlikely for it to happen but like you got to be you got to be careful and vigilant and like make sure that things like stay on the right track as much as possible and again like he like thankfully he's he's a good kid i'm not i'm not worried about it but like um like the um you know the innocent years are gone and it's it's um it's uh it's more serious and uh uh, consequential all right I'm going to enjoy the next 10 years of it getting better each year before I have that like teenage daughter disaster that I'm not going to want to deal with. But but anyway, that's my point. Enjoy the next nine years. They're awesome. They're freaking awesome. Okay. You you were right. Made it to three years. Although the problem is, 
like we'll probably have another kid eventually. Like I'm so not looking forward to like resetting the timeline on those three years. Like that just seems absolutely miserable to me. You right need now. to do it. You need to do that ASAP. Yeah. Like, you're already you're already like verging on like a, um like an age gap that's not ideal. I think we're okay if we're like four years. Yeah. I, yeah. That's. I mean. I. Yeah. How old? What's it between you and your brother? It was four years, but it was a long time before we were able to like. Um, well, okay. So granted, we're you know the same like you know. No, you and me are five years. We're best friends. <laughs> but but like, we didn't become best friends until we were until we were like uh, you know uh, significantly older. Like you want them to be able to entertain themselves, and and the farther apart they are, the longer it's going to take for them to be able to like entertain themselves. All right. So so speaking of that, like. Be honest with me. How bummed are you that I'm not in Boston anymore? I'm super bummed. So I want to talk about this. Um, like, uh, what what were the overarching reasons for you moving back to Philly area? Um, I, I would say it was a combination of a couple of things. Like, one, I always wanted to. It was never really my first choice to be in Boston. Um, what brought two, you to Boston? The job? No, no, no. I, Jess, Jess's sister uh, lives there, and her and her and her family, and they're really close. I thought, okay, so so Jess grew up in South Carolina, but her family now lives in Boston area. Uh, so so just her sister. So her younger sister also went to Brandeis. Her sister's husband also went to Brandeis. So all four of us went to Brandeis. It's like absolutely <laughs> terrible when we get together. Awful. Um, her sister's husband is from Waltham, um, oh and and they live in Waltham together now. Do you remember this guy named Tom Gage? No. Okay. He uh, is he a Tron? Yeah, I don't know why he would. He, he was two years older than me, but he he was a Waltham a Walthamite who you know went to Brandeis. I, I just can't I can't like fathom that. Yeah. Um, so, so 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 yeah. So part of it was was that part of it is we we were trying to buy a house in Boston. Um, for like almost a year. Um, the, the latter half of that was like the beginning of the, pan- or the, the majority of the pandemic, um, where like housing prices were just insane and we were like super fed up, like Boston's super expensive anyway. And we were going right. out of the water. What'd you say? You did buy a house in Boston, I thought. No, no, we tried to for a while. We bought a house in Philly now. Uh, I thought you owned a place in Boston. Okay. Uh... No, no, no. We, we, were, we were living in Beacon Hill until oh. the pandemic and then we rented a house in Medford for a year. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, but that whole time, um, well, actually, like, half the time we were still in Beacon Hill and half the time we were in Medford, we were trying to buy houses in in like Arlington, um, West Medford, like that that area just outside the city, Somerville. Um, it's like incredibly expensive and the houses all suck and we got yeah. really fed up on that. That sounds, that sounds awful. Yeah, it, 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 it was really bad. Um, and then the other, like, so so Jess's sister, who has a daughter the same age as our daughter, like they're like a month apart. They're both, they're both three. Um, they had uh, twins a year ago, so they 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 had a two-year-old and two newborn twins. So our reliance on them became very different at that point going forward. Okay, but like in the not so distant future, it would have been like great to have like Cora and then and then the three cousins be able to hang, and that would be like yeah, but we can we can. Yeah, we can still do that, and we still will do that. Like, we go to Boston a lot, and they'll come visit us. Um, but yeah, it, like it, it just like didn't make sense for our lives to be in Boston okay. anymore. Okay. 
Um, but I, I am sad that we won't get to live draft. Frogger and I can't come up to Portland to bake some bread with you. All those things that we did all those times. We can't meet in the middle to play disc golf. Um, all the times that we, all the good times we had together. It was so close to happening so many times. Um, I mean, you, yeah, you, you forget about the casino pro- proximity. That's fair. Actually, that that one casino night was that was a good night. Um, That's a really good night. I, I, I've not been to a casino since then. Actually, that was a great night. I remember that piece um, afterwards. That was that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I I, I have a in a post-pandemic world, if that ever happened, um, I, I actually would like fully plan to like fly to Boston. I'll still go to Boston a fair amount. Like we have family there, but I'll make a point of trying to see if I can fly up for like six or Celtics games and we should all do that again. That's how you would get to Boston. You would fly to Boston. Uh, you can drive, but flying is a lot. I mean, I don't know. Fly or drive. I'll come to Boston to, to go to six or Celtics games with you and Friday. Okay. I, okay, I was I was hoping that you would. St- I mean, you used to come to Sixers Celtics games before you moved to Boston. Uh, yeah, so I'm saying I, I will do that. Okay, you're all, I, you guys could also you could also go to Philly. We could we could go to a game here. I would I would love to do that. Um, you can say my I have um I have like a real adult house now. It's probably similar to yours. Where I doubt it. Um, where where else, where outside of Philly? Or yeah, where where do you live uh, exactly? Uh, lower Lower Marion. Uh, okay, that explains a lot. I was gonna ask you what your team name uh, was about. Yeah, Mo- Lower Marion. Is that where Kobe is from? That's that's what we're famous for. Huh. Um, where is that in relationship to Philadelphia? Uh, it's 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 just outside. So it's it's just northwest of the city. Um. But driving, it's probably about five, five to six miles outside the city. Driving, it's like 15 minutes. So it's it's definitely the suburbs, but it's about as close as you can be in the suburbs. Do you have a house with a, um, like, tell me about your house. Yeah, so it's it's like a real adult house. Five, five bed, four bath, driveway, garage, backyard, quiet suburb street with little kids riding bikes and stuff. It's It's the whole everything. Wow. Five bed, four four bath, Narf. Um, that sounds like it's asking for a live draft. Uh, it's not as big as it seems. Four, the master bedroom is is huge, which is great, and the four bedrooms are all quite small. Um, but uh, yeah, if 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 Philly, if the difference in making your live draft happen was Philly versus Maine, I'd host it in a second. But I don't I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think that's the case either. I think our, our time has passed. I mean, we could all come and teach Elliot how to do social media in the live draft. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, so, so speaking speaking of Elliot and his namesake, have you watched any of the Monday Night Football on ESPN2 with the Mannings? No, I haven't. I don't think I've watched any Monday Night. Uh, wait, were the Giants? The Giants, right? Washington. The Giants. That, that was, was, that was that a Sunday game? Sunday night. Uh, no, I've not. I've not watched any Monday Night Football. I've heard that the Manning cast though is pretty good though. It's awesome, and and Eli is so much better than Peyton. Huh. I'm actually I, enjoying Eli Manning uh, as a host of of, of Sunday Night Monday Night Football. Yeah, he he's always been like he, like 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 highly regarded as a um like a, like a personality and clubhouse guy. Like say what you will about his like on field. Uh, 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 performance and demeanor. Like I, I don't think anybody's like questioned his um, his um, 
like communication and like leadership skills and like ability to like you know crack a clubhouse up uh, with whatever kind of like uh, dry practical jokes um so it, that 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 doesn't shock me yeah um i mean he's like incredibly just like nerdy really like he's just like a huge dork um but i actually think he's like really endearing in a good way i i, I really enjoy it um, that's, that's that's great it, it's yeah. funny um I feel the same way about Romo. Like I never like loved Tony Romo when he was a cowboy. I kind of like made, you know, like, like enjoyed his, um, his kind of tragic football career, but like, he's a great announcer. And it's like, it's funny to see these guys uh, who you uh, uh, cheered hard against, um, you know, while they were playing, like uh, uh, become, you know, you know, high, highly qualified, skilled uh, uh, announcers and, um, um, you know, broadcasters. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think Romo's kind of overrated now. I think he was really good at first, and now I, I don't know if he's that good anymore. But it is, it is it is weird when, like, the generation of athletes that you knew as a fan are now the announcers. Because, like, when you were, like, a 10-year-old kid, like, your parents or whoever would be like, oh, I used to, like, this announcer, like, he was a great quarterback 30 years ago. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, yeah. I don't know who this guy is. But yeah. now it's, like, that's what's happening. Dan Deerdorf and Pat Summerall and all these guys, like, that we, that, that we grew yeah. up with as announcers, like, yeah, like, we obviously had no recollection of them as as football players. It's funny. Yeah. What What are your uh, What are your feelings on the competitive NFC East? You feeling a, a Giants comeback? Um, I'm always like way too optimistic as a fan to be a reliable like source uh, for a question like this. Um, so so optimistic. Yoni looks at the Giants and sees uh, two like you know, losses that they just like utterly gave away. Like they should have beaten the Redskins and, and the Falcons. Pessimistic me um, looks at those teams and say, oh, they suck anyway. Like the fact that there was a close game means the Giants suck too. Um, and so I'm close to beginning to cheer for um, a season where they have, uh, I don't know, like a top three pick. Um, and also uh cheering for the bears to lose every game because the giants have the bears first round pick next year um oh you do from what trade so the giants have the 11th pick and the bear sandwiched between the cowboys and the eagles when oh, the cowboys this draft when yeah when yeah, when, yeah. when the cowboys and eagles traded the 10th and 12th pick for the eagles to get devonte smith the, who the giants wanted the Giants then traded back to 20 with the Bears. The Bears moved up to 11 to grab fields, and the Giants got the 20th pick and the Bears' first-round pick next year, which might be like a top-five pick because the Bears suck. Uh, the so, Bears really do suck. Yeah, so yeah. you could have – I mean – like yeah. they, could have, they could have the top two picks in the draft, or they could have like two top-five picks, and that would not be surprising at all. I don't know. Like they're like, – like the Giants – like um, – uh, uh, Dan Jones, uh, I think, has not taken a step back. If anything, like a slight step forward. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not like totally dissuaded on him. I just think that um, the pieces around them are just like him are just not are not good. And they can't stay healthy. Um, the Cowboys look good. I think the Cowboys actually might legitimately be good. Um, yeah, I, I actually I think the Cowboys are legitimately good. I mean, the, like the, Jack, the Jack is really is. good. Yeah, the Redskins without Fitzpatrick and Atlanta might be two of the worst four teams in the NFL. So I wouldn't like the fact, like I wouldn't put any stock in the fact that you almost beat them and then still lost. Um, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Like, the, like the, for the second, media underrates Dallas because their defense is bad, but their offense is really good. It's so. really good. Yeah. And everybody, I, was, yeah. everybody was cracking on Dallas last year because they were, you know, supposed to be really good. But, I mean, as it turns out, quarterbacks are important, and Dak got hurt after, like, the fourth game. And so, um, you know, not, not, now that he's back, I mean, they – they took the Bucks to the final, you know, like drive of the game, and they, they barely lost that game. And the Bucks are good. Um, yeah, the Cow- the Cowboys might be good, although that's kind of depressing. Yeah, the the, the NFC East sucks. Um, oh yeah, I, I I bet I bet the Eagles over before the season started with a couple of my friends at six and a half, and I still feel pretty good about it. I think we can win seven games, but the Eagles the Eagles suck. Um, I. <laughs> It's just like the O-line fell apart again. Her, I never thought Hurts was going to be good. But I don't, the, the defense is really bad. I, I don't know. How, how long is Hurts going to be the quarterback? Uh, until we give it to Joe Flacco. I thought Gardner Minshew was on the team. Oh, you're right. We did trade for Gardner Minshew. I forgot about that already. Um, because, because to be completely honest with you, I've been like staring at that. And like my, I mean, my quarterback situation is um, – abysmal to say the least like like thinking about like when i could or should pick up gardner Minshew on on a hunch because <laughs> i think he'd be better than hurts and like like be decent not from a fantasy perspective hurts is still fine from a fantasy perspective um no, i don't have hurts though i'm just waiting oh yeah, yeah. you're I'm wondering right. I, I lost to hurts this week with cb um i would be pretty surprised if they made it if if barring injury they made it they made a move off of hurts to Minshew. Yeah. um like I think I think they're given season. I, I think Sirianni's gonna Sirianni's a fucking idiot. Um he's gonna be out after this year. Um if they get a high draft pick, they'll draft a quarterback. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I don't I don't think they mind if Hurts is bad and they're bad and, and they get a pick to like to take a first round quarterback. Um yeah. all right, let's 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 so so let's get into some of this fantasy stuff. You're speaking about your team. So your team is currently 12th in points scored it's bad i rank you seven um in in the power rankings in in the the, the week zero power rankings how did you feel about that at the time i i to be honest i felt a little bit snubbed i mean i think everybody leaves the draft thinking that their team you know like like thinking optimistically about their team um i thought my i thought my draft went okay um but um, I don't know. As it turns out, the performance over the first three weeks has not been great. I had a good. Well, I had a. I had a. Re, I mean, I won this past week with a. I don't know if my. Well, probably my score would still be in like the lower half. I got lucky. I yeah. played, played Moose, whose team, like who, who, whose, whose team, you know, naturally sucks. Um, I don't know. Um, so you spent a lot on, on Najee Harris. But I remember it because I was also bidding up against him. He was the he was the last running back available in like my top couple tiers. Maybe you felt the same way. And he was and I, I had him capped out at like 40, 41. I think you took him for close to 50. Uh, 47. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really high on him. Like I, I was at the start. I, I was, too. But he's been like that offense is really bad. I guess he had a good game last week, but he had 14 catches for over 100 yards. Like he, like that might be like a well, obviously not 14, but he, like that might be their only offense. I don't know. 
I, I, I just don't, I think their O-line is really bad. Roethlisberger's terrible. Like, I didn't, I, so I didn't realize he actually had that good a game last week because I just looked at the rushing yards. But, like, are you, are you still that high on him as you were pre-draft? I think he's going to end up as a top five running back. Oh, no effing way. Um, <laughs> I'd be shocked if he's a top 10 running back. Um, I mean, he, he, had, he's, he, has, he had two subpar games, and, and already he's, Q, he's Q, uh, RB7. Yeah, I guess McCaffrey's going to miss time. and Yeah, I don't know, maybe. But, um, so your quarterbacks but, are Burrow and Brissett. Okay, so you made that trade with Lamb Shop for Barkley. Yeah, right? what did I you think? I meant to talk about this like three weeks ago. <laughs> I, I, I want to look up the exact trade. I, I so I've been I've been pushing the phone. I've been pushing the phones pretty hard with with Lamb Chop, Noah, and Lionel. None of which had quarterbacks. And my strategy of having a lot of quarterbacks makes sense. Lamb Chop was the only one I had any traction with. So we were emailing a lot about trade options, and then he got your deal. And I think my response to him was like, "I have no idea why the fuck you only did that. Like you just destroyed him in this trade." And I think uh, I still. Let me let me tell you how it went down. Um, he reached out and said and like offered me some some garbage thing, and I was like, okay, like Lamb Chop's generally pretty reasonable when when like going back and forth um, with trade offers. So it was like a re- I thought it was like a reasonable like 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 opening salvo, and like we went back a couple times. He was clearly like more desperate than I was, and I'm at the point. Um, I, I just like trading, and I, I'm not like. Um, um, you know, so, so, some, some people are like so terrified to get like beat on a trade and um, uh, I needed some running back help and he clearly needed quarterback help. Um, and so it, it just kind of like made sense and I wasn't going to like split hairs about it. And like um, I wasn't going to like waste too much like time or mental effort, like, like, uh, you know, ang- anguishing over it. So he, he made some offer. I don't know, but then I, Oh, he, he, he offered Barkley, um, he initially wanted Burrow and so, Oh, and Allen Robinson. And then I was like, no, how about, and this is where it gets stupid on my end. I then, um, uh, audible off of Burrow and offered him cousins and Allen Robinson for Barkley ultimately and, and Logan Thomas for some tight end help. Um, Clearly, like I was wrong in the Cousins thing. He had like a mediocre first game, and I thought that they were like going nowhere. I thought they were going to suck. And like Cousins have been really good the last couple of games. Um, so I think I made the wrong decision in like in changing from Burrow to Cousins. But like Burrow might turn it around. Um, obviously, Barkley's a huge risk uh, to take him on. But like I don't know. I like cheering for Barkley, and like he's only going to get better as the season goes on. Um, but so so far it doesn't look good for me because Cousins has been so good. But like Allen Robinson has like has been doing nothing because like they're such a disaster. So I, I don't know. Like I, I don't think it was too bad. Tua got hurt afterwards. Not that he was like any great shakes, but like uh, that made that made it a little tougher. And I, I had to grab Brissett, and he he sucks obviously. So my my quarterbacks are are struggling. So um you know um I don't know Narf if you want to make a deal. I I I need quarterback help. Um yeah. Do you do you want Trey Lance? That's a pass. Hard. Trey Lance is going to be top five in points per game whenever he starts playing. <laughs> I promise you. Um, uh, if anyone wants Trey Lance, Trey Lance, I value him as a top five quarterback. So come with appropriate value deals. <laughs> Najee Harris, uh, top five running back for Trey Lance, top five. 
I, I could do that if you, if you really want to. I could do that. Right, I'll, um, I'll so here's, here's the problem. One, you gave Lance Joppa quarterback. Like, his team just would have been effing terrible all season if no one gave him a quarterback. I'm kind of hoping just no one three. Does. His team is freaking terrible. But, but they're, they'd be even worse. Um, so that's one problem. Like, like we had Lamb Chop in the position to have the worst fantasy season of his life, and we, and we let him off the hook. Um, two, you way overvalued Saquon Barkley. I, I, what about him in that offense makes you think he, he's really that good? Like, I think, I mean, his, his, his volume is going to be his biggest, um, asset. Like he's like, he'll be a top 10 running back just based on volume alone. I mean, assuming he doesn't get hurt, which I know is a big assumption, but like, I don't know. You you traded for him. Like he was like a top three running back. How, how do you figure? Like, I, I, like, who did I give away? Like QB 15, QB 15 is valuable in a two quarterback league and, and Allen Robinson will finish somewhere between wide out 12 and 18. Like those are, that's like, I, if, I don't value Robinson there. And I like, I like my other wide receivers. You, you how much did you pay for Robinson in the draft? You drafted him like that. He wasn't cheap in the draft. He must've gone in like the high teens, low twenties, right? It, it might've been 21 or 27. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I valued him too high. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't put much stock in Logan Thomas. I, I guess he's, he's okay. I have more answers. Like but, there's such a premium on starting quarterbacks always. Um, here's my point. I just like making trades and. That's not and, a good point. That's not a good defense. I think it's a good defense when you've won the league two out of the past three years. Oh my God. I'll say it's annoying when I look at Hudson's, um, both Hudson and Noah have avatars that are you now. So it's really hard to tell which team is yours. I was going to bring that up. Hudson, Hudson missed out on, on, on a naming opportunity. He should, he should have, he should have incorporated his last name into the, into his team name and, 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 and done it. Yeah. The two Pedersons. Yeah. That, that would, that would have been smarter, but he's, too busy living his life and probably learning how social media works to do that. Um, yeah, I, 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 play, uh, or, or, or playing tennis. I was, I was intrigued by Hudson's uh, tennis playing um, uh, commentary. I, I want to invite him up here to Maine to, uh, to play some tennis. Um, yeah, it was week two. I was playing Hudson and every time I looked, I thought I was playing you and then I had to like double take to realize I wasn't. I um, noticed today that there were two, that there were two teams that had avatars with my face prominently featured. Yeah, that's literally what I said like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it, it signifies the two times that I've won the championship in the past couple of years. I think that's what it's commemorating. Uh, I guess so. So if you had to sort of pick a, a league favorite right now, what team might you gravitate towards? I was looking at this earlier today in preparation for this podcast there are two three and O teams, and I kind of love that it's Noah and Vigo. That's like a throwback to the the glory days of this league. <laughs> uh, um, oh fuck. Um, I mean, your team is really good, and I'm not just saying that because you're on the you're the host. It's really really good. Uh, Stafford. I I was 
super high on Stafford this year. I was targeting him the entire draft. I mean, were you like, I mean, the Stafford to Cup stack is like pretty awesome. Like you got Cup for what? Uh, in the teens, like I don't remember. Does it? Oh. How do you tell? You can click on the guy's name and then scroll oh, all the way. 16. To, yeah, uh, 16. 16 for Cup. Oh, and like I, I mean he. he He's not going to score, you know, one and two thirds touchdowns every week. But I mean, what he's doing, I don't think is like um, flash in the pan. Like I, it, it's to me, it seems. Um, no, the, the catches and yards are very sustainable. The yeah. way they use him in that offense. He, he, I would be surprised zero if he if he finished as as wide receiver one this year. Yep. He's so good. Um, I've also got that Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett staff. The two well, of the Tyler Lockett, I've had him in the past, and he always starts off hot, and then like towards the end of the year, we'll have these game like multiple games where it's like two catches for 14 yards. So like I don't know, I wouldn't be too excited about him, but um, I don't know. Your your starters are really really good. You need to avoid injuries because um, your bench is pretty mediocre. I don't think that's true at all. I've got two top flight quarterbacks and Trey Lance and Ben Roethlisberger. Miles um, Gaskin has not been great yet, but pre-draft, he should have been a starting running back. Like he was maybe the 20th running back on, on pre-draft boards. Um, he'll, he'll be fine. You, you have, you have like some decent depth on the bench that will like cover buys, but like if you have any kind of like significant injuries to one of your starters, like it's not going to be good. Um, I'm actually I'm actually not sure about that because I, I think my team is like I, I don't have a ton of superstars on my team. Like if, if you look at like you could say Cup is, is maybe my best player, but like if, if this was a if this was like a snake draft, like I'm not sure I have a first round pick on this team. It's just it's really good everywhere. So I, I think I it's like a lot of like second and third round picks. So I think I could probably withstand an injury and be okay. Yeah, your team is good. I, I mean. What, what what came to mind when I was looking at this earlier is um, I feel like you've had years like this in the past. Like you, you either have like a crap team or you have a team that's like really, really good that just ultimately ends up scoring a lot of points and having shit luck. Um, and like, like so. I, I mean, th- this this reminds me of previous years. Like like you already have like like you, you shouldn't have a loss, but you do. Like It, it just it's I don't know. It, like um, something is. um um is is like ringing a bell for me um uh where it, like if i were you i might have a little bit of, of concern about uh 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 you know uh past incidences uh in incidences of being a snake bitten um your team is good but i but um i don't know i i i feel like something bad might happen um uh, i appreciate your concern i'm going up against three and oh noah it's it's a big early season matchup. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited this week. Yeah, if if, if you win, I mean four and zero. Oh, that's oh, oh oh you'd be three and one. Uh, Noah's team it is bad. Look at the roster. He's starting Garoppolo and Davis Mills. Uh, like he 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 his team is Dalvin Cook, Devonta Adams, and Travis Kelsey, which he spent like sixty dollars on each, and then everyone else is one dollar players. I mean, Noah. Noah did none of this. Like, um, just you can't say he. I mean, uh, unless you're referring to ESPN as a as a male. Noah made his choices. Uh huh. James James White out for the season. That's that's no good. Yeah. Now he currently has Dalvin Cook on his bench. He's supposed to play this week, so we'll see if he makes that adjustment or not. 
Yeah, I, I, I think he will. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about Noah's team. Vigo's team seems fine, whatever. Um, oh, interesting. So um, on the on like the full ESPN website, they as part of the standings, they give playoff percentage chance. Oh, yeah, I think that's new this year. So you, you have the highest. I have the second uh, lowest. You have the second highest? No, second lowest. You'll be happy to hear that Lamb Chop has by far the lowest chance of making the playoffs. 8%, but he'll... God, if he makes the semis this year, I'm retiring. Um, uh, somebody else's team struck me as good. Oh, the the Kyler Murray, Tom, um, Tom Brady quarterback combination is pretty great. Although the rest of Ed's team is... Okay. It, it's not Ed's team. The team that I'm a little afraid of that just hasn't put it together yet is is actually Anton's. He's got Dak and Mahomes. He's he's got a, young, he spent a lot of money on Zach Moss in the waiver wire. Yeah, like 50, I think. Yeah. Um, Which I think is smart. He has no running backs. Like, Dak and Mahomes, I, I, it's hard to have a better QB convo than that. I mean, I'd, I would take Stafford and Wilson, but I, I get if you wouldn't. Um, and then the thing is, Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins have both underperformed. But if they play like like they should have, Anton's got a really good team. He has a really good team. He's gone without a kicker. Oh, no. Oh, he dropped. He didn't start a defense against me and still managed to beat me. That was embarrassing. Um, Jalen, Jalen Waddell is, is on the way up. Yeah, Anton's team is good. He just he really has no running backs. So why was Zach Mog? I still hate so much that our, our waivers are on Tuesday. Can't we just move these back a day like everyone wants? Um, so I can remember to do it. But is, is Zach Mall supposed to be really good? Like did someone get injured in Buffalo that now he's playing? It's a timeshare with uh, what's it with Singletary. Is it? They're like fifty fifty, yeah. I'm looking at so he's had like fourteen and sixteen in the last two weeks. Yeah, I guess it's a good offense. I don't know. If you need running backs, it makes sense. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have offered fifty bucks in the waiver wire for it. Although I'll probably end up with two hundred dollars at the end of the year because waiver wire. Yeah, and, and like earlier in the season, you do it the the more value you get on a player, so it, it kind of makes sense to spend more. But I, I agree. Like it's the waiver wires. It's it's how we value the waiver wire. There's probably not a lot of like actual logic to. Um. All right. So. So are you feeling – what are the playoff odds you give yourself? ESPN gives you 42%, it looks like, right? No, the, 20, 20%. Oh, did I look at a different team? Ha. Uh, yeah, I looked at I looked at Hudson instead of you because it has your face <laughs> on it. Um, 20% for I do kiss my kids. Where, where, what do you give yourself? Um, I give myself a higher percentage than that. I think I, think I have pretty good in-season managing – uh, skills and I would put my playoff percentage at a solid fifty. So you're you're counting on your in-season managing skills, which you've already on record saying you just like to make trades for the sake of making trades. I'm not sure I'm adding those two things up right in my mind. I I feel like despite despite my like flippance um, with making trades, I feel like the majority of them work out for me. I mean, this one has not yet, but like the season is young. Season is young. This is the first podcast. The season is just getting started. It's very young, yeah. All right. All right, Yoni, what about uh, Ben Simmons, man? What, what are we going to do about that? <laughs> um, 
hopefully nothing. I hope he just sits out the year and it's a big fat staring contest. Um, like go back in time and trade him for James Harden. Well, that well, I mean, you could you could argue that you should um, go back even farther in time um, and just like not draft him at all. Um, I who was number two that year? I'm not sure it was anyone good. It might have been D'Angelo. It was either Brandon Ingram or D'Angelo Russell. I'm going to look it up. Was that that year? Yeah, it was, 20, it was 2016, I think. Well, Brandon, Jalen went third. I'd probably rather have Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah, Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Jalen and Tatum back-to-back uh, third. Um, they need to trade him, right? Like... Um, he he's not playing another game for them, right? Like, like with I, don't, I I don't think so. But the problem is that his value is like so low throughout the league right now that they're not like 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 there's a there's a discrepancy between how they value him or what they want for him and what anybody else in the league is willing to give up give up for him, right? That is the problem. The so, the only way I think he would ever play a game for them, I, I think even this is extremely unlikely, is if they work out some agreement where they're going to let him play, they're going to pad all of his stats to pump up his trade value and then trade him after like a week. Just like show that he can play again. But how would they pump up his stats like when he when he himself won't shoot the ball? Like like, like the thing that teams are petrified of is that the fact that he can't shoot the ball and can't shoot a free throw. Like how, how? If, if he plays without Embiid, he can put up like 18, 12, and 12. Even, even without shooting the ball. Like he 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 can score eighteen points a game if he wants to. Did um, you, if he plays without Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, but that I mean I, I think he's healthy, right? Embiid, like he's gonna want to maybe like play. So so bench Embiid for a week to pump his stats up, or give Embiid some rest days, or wait till he gets hurt. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm saying that's the only that's the only scenario I could see it happening. What what are the what are the Philly um like like sports people have to say like. I, I've heard I've heard Sacramento as kind of um as an option for like Buddy or De'Aaron Fox. Uh, what are the other options? I, I I sort of got sick of like following details this a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I'm I'm not super in, in the loop here. Uh, everyone really I think hates him. Um, he's going to get booed so hard the first time he returns. Um. And, and the absolute best thing, I don't know if you remember this. Um, have you been to a Sixers game ever? I forget if you've been to a game I've, this way. I've not been to a Sixers game in, in Philly, no. Oh, okay. So maybe other teams do this too. But the best thing is in the second half of every game, if an opposing player misses two consecutive foul shots, the whole stadium gets free frosties from Wendy's. <laughs> and, like, everyone roots for it. Like, like Anytime in the second half, if they miss the first shot, like the stadium like stands up, everyone's into it. They like put the Wendy's logos up. Everyone knows what's going on. And like that's one hundred percent gonna be Ben Simmons. Everyone's gonna fucking love it when he misses those two foul shots and gives them all free frosties. He seems um, like the guy, he seems like the kind of guy though that would um like pull the Kyrie not, not like, yeah. and never play in Philly. Yeah. So the whole time I've been saying I would just trade him for CJ McCollum, and I'd be happy with that. And and maybe I'm higher on CJ than anyone else because most most people don't really think CJ is that good. But I I think he would actually help the Sixers a lot. He he can dribble, he can score, he can create shots, he's clutch. Like he's he doesn't do anything but score. But like that's what we need a guard who can score. I thought CJ was like off the table. That's how far Simmons' value has plummeted. So maybe it is at this point. I, I'm talking like. 
a month or two ago. Um, that was like my dream. And every, every time it's like, Billy would never do that. That's no value for Simmons. Like they're holding out for Lillard. Um, but it, the whole time I would have done it for McCall. If, if McCall, if like even that is past the, the point of reasonability, then yeah, I don't know what we get. We get like, yeah, buddy heel to your point. Like we get like a role player. Brutal. Yeah. It's, 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 it's too, bad. Like, like he, he seems like a prick and um, like, like somebody who's like really, really difficult to cheer for as a, as a fan, but it's really too bad because he, like when he, when he, when it was his team, when a beat was hurt, like he was kind of petrifying to, to watch as an opposing fan. Like he has like a lot of skills that are just like terrifying, like not, 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 not the least of which is his defense, but like talking about his offense, I, I don't know, like he, a couple games, I feel like that we went to, Sixers Celtics games where he just like got to the rim at will, and um, I don't know what happened to that guy, but like uh, clearly he needs a, a change of scenery. It's, it's it's just too bad that like, well, I mean, said from a Boston fan, like it's not too bad, but I mean, if, like it's just from like a basketball fan, it's too bad that he couldn't like put it together and make it work. Um, yeah, Philly's probably not the best environment for someone who's going to struggle with something like that. Um, he's he still can drive and get to the basket he just like gets in his head about not wanting to get fouled and when he doesn't want to get fouled he won't he doesn't play aggressive but his rookie season which was the first year the Sixers were good like four years ago and he got hurt at the end of the season and we won we went on a 20 game winning streak to close out the regular season I don't remember how many of those were without Embiid but one was against like the LeBron Cavs that that they were trying and Simmons was like going toe-to-toe with LeBron like he can do a lot when he's playing well but at this point, I don't know. It's he, he he's definitely like not a, a personality. He's not a fun personality to, to want on your team. Do you like are are you chalking this Sixers season up as like a as a lost cause, or um, are you hopeful that like the you know the the the, the solo and beat act will like uh, be enough to you know compete with the Nets and the uh, Bucks? Yeah. It might, yeah. it, it, might be, it, it, it might be teed it, up for Celtics for Celtic Sixers four or five matchup uh, first round. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best we can hope for. I mean, like Brooklyn at full strength, we couldn't beat with Simmons. Like our team last year, like it, it had flaws. Um, that that was pretty evident. It, it's still unclear to me if indeed how good he is in a playoff series. Um, so. I don't like. I, I don't. I, I think we have a pretty high floor. Like if if Embiid stays healthy, um, like Daryl put some smart moves around him. Like I think our floor is probably like a, a four or five, maybe a six at worst. But I don't think we have like upside. I think we're like a second round team at best, probably. We got we got the Embiid stopper back on on the Celtics. Uh, Warford. Yeah. Yeah, he's like seventy five years old. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super worried about that. <laughs> so- I, I I used to always say like. Half jokingly, but but half of that kind of night, I thought it was real. That like my hot take was that Markel Fultz would have a better career than Ben Simmons, and like this was like maybe Fultz's second year in the league. Like this was after all the shit happened with him, and he forgot how to play basketball. And Simmons was like at the peak of his powers, and I could still see it happening. Like I, I like Simmons could easily just get worse and worse, and, and Fultz could just learn how to shoot again. He's already a starter. I don't know. He's on, he's on the Magic still. Yeah, he's he's not as bad as people think. Like he's like a competent starting point guard who scores like twelve points and gets like five or six assists a game. Yeah, that's like almost that's like almost Jason Tatum. 
Yeah, exactly. Almost Tatum. So if we if we give up a pick and and false, we can get Tatum. All right. Thanks for helping that in, Yoni. Yeah. Well, the pick did the, the pick didn't pan out. It turned into <laughs> Romeo Langford. So don't. So it, it didn't. Uh, it, it wasn't as great as it could have been. Yeah. All right, Yoni. Um, we got to wrap this up. I do not have any music, and nor have I fixed my podcast feed yet. So I'm going to have to email this file out, and everyone's going to make fun of me for it. Any anything you, you we need to talk touch on before we go? I don't think so. You, you don't you don't have a, do you, like a, a season long gimmick uh, planned? I, I was thinking. I definitely don't. And I was thinking about it in the middle of this podcast. If I could come up with something on the spot while you were like going off for ten minutes about how you trust your kid and he's really good, even though you let him use social media and stuff. Um, no, do you have any ideas for me? Maybe maybe I'll think of something for Vigo next week. Yeah, kick it off with Vigo, and then maybe uh, hopefully later on I'll be able to come back and uh, participate. Yeah, if your team is good enough. I mean, if, if you're just like one in seven, I'm not sure I'm going to let you come back on, but we'll see. Um, maybe, yeah. I, let me see. Oh, I'm, I'm playing the Houston Predators this week. Yeah, that's not looking good for me. His, his team is good too, by the way, Priest's team. Priest? Uh, he's one and two. Let me take a look. Herbert and Baker. It's okay. Yeah. It seems not. It seems good. His team, his team looks like a, a five or six seed to me. I, I, I wouldn't be scared about it, but I get why your team would think this team is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking up at the Predators. All right, uh, Yoni. I'm glad we got to do this, even if it was four weeks too late. Um, I will see you at none of a live draft or Wildwood or in Boston again. So we'll, ne- we'll never hang out. Uh, no, we're gonna, we're gonna see each other again. It'll be glorious. All right, you got to teach me how to bake sourdough bread. Like you keep promising. Yeah, we, yeah we'll, make, we'll make a weekend out of it. It'll be so good. Uh, all right, we'll work something out. All right, see you, man. All right, bye, Darth.